back and forth and running all around. Who can relate? Yes, it is the holiday season. Um, and whenever you're listening to this, maybe it's just been a hectic, crazy period. So today we are going to get into the topic of frenzy versus flow. So are you operating the majority of your time out of frenzy panic mode, running around with your head chopped off? Or are you operating out of flow where things just come a little bit more naturally? Everything is just flowing. You are on and it feels good. How to know to dif- know the difference, how to spend more time in flow, all of that in today's episode. Let's hop on in. Hello, welcome to Awaken with Maria Service. Stress less, find yourself, and smile more. This podcast is for high-achieving, multi-talented women or busy moms who are tired of trying to do it all at the expense of relationships, poor sleep, and less joy. Or maybe you're just simply looking for more stress management and resilience tools to navigate life challenges with greater ease. In any case, you're in the right spot. I'm your host, Maria Service, resilience coach, anxiety management specialist, and more, here to help you stress less and smile more. In today's episode, I'm your host, Maria Service, your stress less and resilience coach. And we're going to talk about this concept of flow versus frenzy. And to be honest, if you're listening to this, you might resonate that you're always busy. You're always go, go, going. And to be honest, you're probably someone who has kind of learned how to operate out of that go, 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 let's do it energy, right? Like you're probably type A. And even if you're not, either way, I'm sure you've recognized a time where you've maybe felt really up there, right? Um, And again, maybe a time where this has helped motivate or push you to get stuff done. Because I know you, you have a lot of stuff to get done (laughs) between home and work and managing friendships and self-care and self-development. Like there's all these things. But today I want to really increase awareness to the fact that there is a difference. um, Not only like physiologically how your nervous system is working, but there is a difference in even the outcomes and kind of like the expected what's going to happen when you're working from frenzy versus flow. So let's start by just breaking down what the heck am I talking about? (laughs) Okay, so frenzy slash frantic slash just shy of a panic attack, okay? When I say frenzy mode, frantic mode, anxious mode, I'm talking about when you can tell you are like your body is buzzed up. You're kicked up. You might notice that because you have an increased heart rate. Maybe you experience sweaty palms. 
Maybe you're holding some tension in your shoulders. It might feel like your mind is running at like 100 miles a minute. Like it's just, it's flipping, it's flipping, it's flipping from this to that to the next. And it can't quite settle on any one thing. Your body might feel a little bit on edge, like anticipating, waiting for the next thing. Or maybe even just slightly an overwhelm, like I just have so much to get done. And here's the thing. I think in our kind of expected go, go, go hustle culture that, let's be honest, a lot of people are talking about these days. I feel like we've sort of blended that like when I'm in my flow, it must mean that I feel this frenzied anxious phase or, you know, stage. So it's kind of like we've blended like flow and frenzy is the same, but it's not. People, I am telling you, it's not. So I think sometimes we think, well, just because everybody's stressed, you know, I see my friends, I see my colleagues, we're all pushing, you know, 110% or we're all trying our best or, you know, it must just be normal that I feel this on edge, anxious, you know, all the time. And certainly I'm sure you can even convince yourself, you know, well, there's times where this is motivating for me, right? Like sometimes when I feel this kind of anxious energy, like it's sometimes motivating to help me get my list done, whatever that is. But I want to be clear, these two physiological states are different, frenzy versus being in flow. And there's also like this gray area, this in-between. Now, if I had a graphic, um, I could kind of show this to you guys and just know that I will, probably because I know that I think in pictures and having an image always helps me. I will create something up that kind of illustrates this concept that I'm talking about today and link it in the show notes, like a quick little handout. But, you know, for, for some of you who live in black and white, all or nothing, this whole frenzy flow concept is not that. It's more of a continuum. It's more of a spectrum. And it's like, how ramped up is your nervous system? And then how much are you in more of a fight or flight stress mode? Or how much physiologically, if we brought your stress level down, could you shift into this state called heart coherence? Okay, so what's heart coherence? Simply put, heart coherence is when your nervous system starts to shift into its more balanced, aligned state. And we're going to measure that based on what heart rate variability is doing. So heart rate variability is a known way to kind of get a window into how your fight or flight mode is working and how high your stress response is. So if you have a high stress response, it often shows up as kind of a chaotic, all over the place looking heart rate variability. But when someone is able to kick their stress response down and shift over into this state called heart coherence, we actually notice that the heart rate variability becomes more synchronized and rhythmical. It is wild. It is amazing. I have seen this happen time and time again on the biofeedback screen. And I know because I have personally, you know, hooked myself up to biofeedback when I've been in frenzy 
versus flow mode. So there truly is a difference, but also it's not black and white or all or nothing. So it's not that I'm either all in frenzy or all in flow. I can be on like a spectrum or a, you know, a continuum of that. So sometimes when I know that I'm teetering way over into frenzied mode, I realize I need to do something to calm my nervous system down. And then from there, can I shift into a little bit more state of heart coherence or flow? So it's just, it's more of a continuum. It's not that you are all frenzy or all flow. And the reason I say this is because the interesting thing about when you're kind of in that frenzied frantic mode, again, I described this as you might notice high heart rate, tense shoulders on the brink of a panic attack. You feel more irritable. You feel like you're literally like one landmine away. If you step on just the right note, you're you're like one thing away from an outburst or total body shutdown. So that's when you're way over on the spectrum of frenzy, right? And it's tricky because that can teeter on the border of feeling like you're in your just right spot, which is where you feel slightly anxious, but also excited. You're motivated. You're going to get stuff done on your list. So it is like these two states live right next to each other. And that's why you got to tune in and check in. Where's my body at? Because it's one thing for the majority of your day, you kind of want to be in that middle spot, kind of you're just right. You're awake, you're motivated, you're alert maybe in that slight anxious stage just because you got stuff to get done, but it feels very manageable and more on the motivating side. You know what needs to get done. You feel like you can prioritize X, Y, Z. You just, you feel like you're operating more at what I will say is kind of like your best self, closer to flow. And on the other end, it's not like everybody or anybody operates out of kind of the opposite the flow state all the time. However, it's really good to know how do you shift there? How can you shift yourself into this feeling of flow or physiologically that would show up as, you know, how do you flip into this state of heart coherence where you can still be wide awake, alert, but also your body is working more efficiently. So thus you can think more clearly. It's like you're operating out of your wise self. It's a good feeling. So how can we stay closer to that? Or how can we notice when that slightly anxious frenzy that's got us going is going to teeter onto total panic frenzied mode? And as I started to say earlier, I just think our society has, because many of many people, I think, more often feel the first one, which is that frenzied panic. I'm just irritable. Everybody's irritable. We all got a lot to do feeling. I think we can sometimes confuse that with, oh, well, you know, but this keeps me motivated and it keeps me going. <laughs> so if all I get across in today's episode is just that, These are two different states, okay? And more than that, it's a spectrum. It's a continuum, meaning you don't have to always be in this all-out, frenzied, panicked, irritable, one step away from an all-out outburst or shutdown mode all the time. 
because that is not healthy for anyone. That wreaks havoc on your body when your body is dumping out that much stress hormone and you're not doing anything to manage it and you're sort of using this state of being to just motivate yourself and get through, that's not healthy because you will notice that at some point you'll hit a wall. You'll hit a wall and it's going to either come out as an outburst at someone or something, or it's going to be total shutdown. It's going to be your body saying, nope, can't do this anymore. And maybe you go into just a depressive slump. Maybe it just means like, a day where you wake up and that migraine comes back or you just can't get out of bed. You got hit with, you know, your immune system can't take it anymore. So you've got the cold, the flu, all the things. I'm just saying stress plays a role here. And it's why we want to be in tune with where is my body at? And how can you notice when you're operating or have been operating out of this frantic, frenzied state for too long? Or you just know like it's, it's been too much today that I'm here and realizing that so you can help shift your body back closer to a state of flow. So flow is going to feel like I'm alert, I'm motivated, I'm able to have more flexible thinking, I'm able to pivot better in my life and daily routines. You might feel like you're living more in an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset. All of these things happen when you're more in this flow state. And and I promise you, it shows up differently. So I can hook people up. And I'm a pretty good energy reader, I will say that. Um, I can tell. I can tell when the person standing next to me or sitting next to me, if they're in a frenzied state, or a flow state, or a closer to flow state, right? Because it's a spectrum. Because you can feel the difference. And that's true because, quite frankly, it's really super interesting. But heart rate variability, as I mentioned, that's one way you can tell how high someone's stress response is. Versus heart rate variability can also shift into a state of coherence, where someone's kind of more in a flow. And you can tell this a little bit in one another once you become attuned to it. Because our heart has one of the most powerful electromagnetic fields in the body. And that can be felt three feet outside of your body. So it's why sometimes you can go into work or a family gathering and you just know the one family member or work colleague that you want to avoid because, oh my gosh, you can just tell, you can feel that they've had a bad day before they even have to say anything. So, right, so like sometimes we just, we don't gravitate towards people because you can just kind of pick up on that energy, even if it's subconsciously or vice versa. You know how sometimes there's people in the room where everybody just gravitates to, they have really good flow, they have good energy. It's because we can feel that and we can pick up on that. So there is a difference in these two states and we're going to talk about how can you spend more time in flow versus frantic frenzy. Stay tuned. Are you or your team looking for extra support to manage stress in 2023? 
then I'm your girl. If you didn't know, I do group workshops along with public speaking presentations to help people prioritize and manage their stress. I enjoy leading interactive workshops to really help people experience and explore different mind-body tools and then give tips on how to implement and use them in real life. I also am a fellow high achiever, go, go, goer. So I like to speak to the person who often says, I don't have time for that. Not right now. Um, If you're interested in learning more about booking a workshop or presentation for your group in 2023, head to my website, mariaservice.com and send me a message. All right, so we've talked about how there's really a different way of being. So if you know that you are typically in a more frenzied, frantic panic mode or just on the brink of a panic attack, you feel yourself being more irritable, I just want you to know that you can get out of that and also that it's totally normal to be there. So the thing about energy states is that we're not intended as human beings to be in any one state for too long. We're humans. We're supposed to flow and kind of like go between different energy states depending on um, like what we're doing, um, depending on, you know, kind of what's demanded of us that day. So I want you to know that I too, a few times a day, will find myself in frenzied, frantic mode. That's normal. Like it's normal, meaning sometimes maybe just like the demands of what needs to get done can feel too overwhelming the amount of time or whatever might cause me overwhelm in the moment. So I want you to know, like, no one's perfect. You're going to feel that. However, it's super helpful to know, like, I want you to feel empowered that when you notice you're feeling frantic and frenzied, you have tools to get out of that. And also, I really wanted to hit on this topic today because whether you're a business owner you're the manager of the household, you're um, leading a team, whatever it is that you're doing. The main thing I want you to remember is that oftentimes in a day or in a week or in a month, we have to make some big decisions, decisions that are going to maybe impact the household, our kids, they're going to impact, you know, the health of your business, the health of your family, whatever that is, you have decisions that, you know, are of high value to you because they're going to have an impact. And I think oftentimes, too often, we can make decisions out of this frenzied mode. But the thing is, when you're frenzied, when your nervous system is dumping a ton of cortisol and stress hormone in your body, that is not the time to be making big decisions. And don't get me wrong, I don't mean like... Again, wild example, but let's say you're in a car crash, um, you have a ton of adrenaline and stress hormone running, and in that moment, you obviously need to make a decision of whatever, I don't know, like, do I get out? Who do I need to save? Who do I need to call? Like, yes, certainly in that like major scenario, you might have to make decisions out of a high stress state, but that's not the norm. (laughs) Okay, so whether you're trying to figure out what school to send your kid to, or maybe you're trying to figure out, oh gosh, how am I going to talk to my kid about this thing that came up today? Or, 
you're trying to decide and you're planning for 2023 for your business or for your team, and you're wondering what investments do I need to make or what conversations am I going to need to have or whatever, you're making some of these decisions. This is where I want to remind you that really be in tune with where's my body at. And if you notice you're more in this frenzied, frantic, panicked state of being, I want you to pause. I want you to pause and think, okay, how could I calm my nervous system down? How could I shift myself? You know, how could I kick my stress response down from a 10 to a, you know, even a seven, a six, a five? How could I lean into a little bit more flow so that I can make this decision with a calmer, cooler head? Because yes, physiologically, when you are shifted in a flow state, when physiologically you are in a state of what we call heart coherence, we know the science supports that you will have improved mental clarity and functional performance when we're operating out of this mode for some of these big decisions or for big conversations or whatever that is. So I want you going into that decision, going into that big interview, going into this tough conversation with your boss, your partner, your colleague with a more fresh perspective, more of a abundance, compassionate mindset versus scarcity, irritable, on the edge of a total shutdown or outburst, right? And I just think sometimes we can too often operate out of that state that we, we it, it's like a cloud. It just becomes what we're used to. And you maybe even trick yourself like, okay, I, I'm not going to get out of this. So what's the point? And I'm here to tell you, you can, you can get out of that state, but we do need to raise awareness to it. So as I mentioned, okay, how can you operate more out of flow? Honestly, number one, like for me, I'm, I'll say for me, and these are tips and that I typically tell my clients, but like sleep, you need to get sleep. If your body is not getting adequate sleep for you, which varies from person to person, but if you're constantly in a fog and not getting into those deep sleeps of restorative REM at night, you are definitely already starting your day off, probably more irritable and more stressed. And even if you tell yourself, oh, you know, I've just gotten used to like going on three, four hours of sleep, but it's fine. I got it. It's like, mm, no, there are probably very few people who can actually live on three to four hours. I'm not saying it's impossible, but very few. And my guess is, my guess is there is some wiggle room so that you could at least up your sleep closer to that six, seven Again, it will vary. This is very individual. I won't say that everybody needs eight hours of sleep, but finding what's restorative for you is really important. And if you really struggle with that, I would consult with your primary care physician, a holistic provider, different pieces, because yeah, sleep is just important. You're going to need that in order to even start your day off on a better note. Number two, especially for my go-go-goers listening, It's going to feel foreign at first, but in order for you to not just hit a wall, meaning I know that you love to go, go, go. I know that you have a zest for life. You definitely can be driven by that slight feeling of anxiousness, excitement. And again, a little bit of that is fine, but just know that your nervous system, it teeters right on the edge of 
like too much, overloaded, too high amounts of stress. And I want you to avoid hitting the wall, the wall of exhaustion, the wall of burnout, the wall of an emotional outburst at someone. And so I want you, tip number two is to take intentional pauses. And I like a pause because it implies that it's not a full stop. It doesn't mean that you have to completely, you know, halt all of your momentum in your day, in your to-do list, at work, at home. But it does mean that you're going to put an intentional pause, a pivot, adjust your position, take a breath, go for a walk, step outside, do a mindfulness moment, inhale your peppermint, right? All these different things you could do for this intentional pause. Because the more often you do that, that is allowing your mind, your body, your nervous system, it's allowing you to kind of come back into your norm, come back closer to flow, you know, out of that frenzied state. It is a great way to help you from hitting the wall. And lastly, another great way to just be mindful of this is like you need to raise awareness. I want you to do self-check-ins with yourself during the day, during the week. And and be be truly brutally honest with yourself because if you can't be honest with yourself, then where's that foundation? Like where are you going to start? It's it's like the core of all things is being honest and truthful with yourself, and that means checking in. So as I mentioned, while it's normal to shift through different energy states throughout your day, you really don't want to be in that high stress state all the time. And so I want you to raise awareness during your day, during your week, do a check-in. Where are you at? Has it been a stressful week? Do you need to look at your day tomorrow and readjust? I know that as a business owner right now, I am doing this constantly. Truly, I am adjusting and pivoting where needed, especially because I'm still getting used to kind of figuring out, you know, how much can I really do in a day between group things, one-on-one things, admin work on my computer. I'm still like figuring out my ideal rhythm and flow. And so sometimes I have to adjust. Sometimes where it seems like I should be able to get to the gym, I can't, and I'm actually going to prioritize just stretching and relaxing at home. Or sometimes where I know I had some priority things in my work or business that I just had to sneak in a couple back-to-back meetings one afternoon, then I'm going to adjust my next morning and maybe ask my husband to you know, drop my son off so that I can just sleep in an extra 30 minutes or just fit in 30 minutes of just a little bit of a slower routine before I have to get going the next day. So I am constantly checking in with myself and my energy and kind of pivoting and making shifts where needed while also trying to still be intentional with my pauses. So by that, I mean, you know, your, your day's not always going to go as planned. Obviously Um, things are going to come up. As I mentioned, sometimes I end up do having like back to back networking meetings or just a lot of peopling Um, and when I know that it's not like I give up on myself and say, Oh, well, there you have it. I'm just going to expect to be anxious all day tomorrow. (laughs) No, like it just means that I'm going to try to be really intentional about cushioning some time for mindfulness before a big afternoon. I'm going to give myself permission that if I need to excuse myself, go to the bathroom, 
take some three breaths, have my oils on me so I can just reset and recalm. Different things like that I'm going to still do, even though it might not be to the extent that I want. You got to remember something is better than nothing. So any kind of intentional pause, moment of mindfulness, maybe a few quick mantras or affirmations or you got this to yourself, whatever that is, it all adds up and it matters. It matters even if you can't fit in whatever it is you were going to try. So those are my tips for how to try to lean more into flow. If you would like more individualized help with this, head to my website, mariaservice.com. You can book a 30-minute chat with me. I would love to discuss kind of where you're at, what you're dealing with, and we can talk about working together. This is what I do. I help high achievers, busy, on-the-go people find their calm, stress less, so that you can get back to enjoying life's everyday moments. Thanks for being here with me. Share it with a friend who also needs to hear this message. Have an awesome day. Thank you for joining me today on the Awaken with Maria Service podcast. I appreciate you spending time with me. And if you have a moment, please share with a friend, leave a comment or a review, and hit the subscribe button. Have a great day.